Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Ready for this, Kelly? Maybe I'll just set it on my knee. Cause our body's too bootylicious for you, baby. I think because we rewrote it, it's not it. a trademark <laughs> issue. Well, I'll just go by Kelly Rowland. So. Ooh, that's a nice. Uh, that's a nice. Yo, it's real nice to see your face. Let me tell you who. So nice to see you. I have. A story to tell you? Please hit me with a story. Well, first of all, <laughs> shout out to the number one, Kenra. <laughs> she just drove me to Temecula two times today because I just bought an entire vintage dresser and nightstand set. And let me tell you something. Not one trip. Two trips. How many miles is that? Like 80 miles? Something like that. She's a fucking... Boss ass bitch. I'm. We talk about Kendra every episode. I know because she's honestly my favorite person. We have so many creature comforts. I can't even keep track. Our table is full. We got booch. We got dip dips. We got water. We got four joints. <laughs> candles. Chips, water. It's Notes. nice. It's real nice. But you know what's not nice? Your mic being a pain in the ass? Exactly. So My mic uh, is melting. It's not even hot. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a jacket today. I wore a jacket today, and it's real cute. And I walked into the liquor store, and you know what the guy said? I like your jacket? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I said, yeah, me too. That's what I say now. People are like, hey, I like your sunglasses. I'm like, me too. I love that. Like, I love your jacket. I'm like, yeah. We know. <laughs> I know. I got a compliment at the grocery store yesterday. I was wearing the shirt I bought from you, mm. the yellow knit tank. Mm -hmm. And I was in line at Trader Joe's, and this girl comes out of nowhere and literally goes, I love this shirt on you. It looks so cute. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I was like, thanks. I bought it from a friend. And then the checker outer lady said the same. Oh, my you. God. I love it. It is a great top, and you did look great. I like that. When you put on your power outfit, you just strut on through. Who knew? People are like, you look cute. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't believe If I had hair to flip, it'd be flipped. <laughs> flip it. It's honestly just like the Girl, Justin Bieber. the election like, had me so stressed, I almost cut my hair. Girl, we still don't know. We'll we know, know by the time this is. We're recording on the 4th, on so November 4th. By so yesterday was like. Yeah. And it, I haven't cut my hair in like three years, which is like a long time. That and is a long time. Right? It is a long time. It's never been this long in my whole life. And I have no desire to cut it, no desire to dye it, haven't had any inkling, and haven't even really gotten a trim. Isn't that good? Oh my God. <laughs> I made a dip that we must talk about. Wow, it tastes like magic. It is magic. Holy shit. I know. Because <laughs> I'm such an asshole. This fucking guy. Mm -hmm. And last night I was like, well, a bob it is. 
a bob. I some love bangs, you in a bob. Head. I do love a bob. You Shit, look real nice. Thanks. You got a good ass face. Oh, and you know when you got those like crispy edges? Mm. You just have that blunt ass. I'm like, waiting for my hair to grow. Deansy ponytail that's like a little bunny's boo <laughs> booty hole. <laughs> it's so cute. Yes. Yeah, I did make a dip today. When we talk about our small business of the episode, I made a squash and zucchini dip that is Fire. like, it's kind of like a hummus meets applesauce texture. Meets tom like uh, salsa verde. Yes, because I used fajita. Yeah, I used Penzi's fajita spice, another small business that we chat about frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm really into making dips right now. I cook whatever the fuck I have, and I put it in the blender. I love that. You got beans? Blend them. You got salsa? A little bit of enchilada sauce? A little bit of pasta sauce from my number one motherfucking pasta queen? It me. <laughs> it be you. <laughs> I will blend it up, and it's so good. That's nice. We are getting into soup weather, so I'm really stoked to start making some soups mm. and turning sauces into soups. This kind of tastes like a soup. A little bit does, but it's great. A as little a dip. bit does. <laughs> a little bit does. Wow. I. We haven't even smoked yet. I know. Well, speak for yourself. I've smoked well, like 12 joints today. Okay, well, I didn't think we were talking about. I haven't smoked since I've seen you. Oh, yeah. Since we've entered the room together, I have not smoked. I've smoked the many joints. But today, today it's been a very long day. <laughs> It's been a great day, though. Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, ecstatic over my friendship with Kendra, (laughs) truly. I'm going to sob. Mm. Um, (laughs) So, unfortunately, sadly, I did not get to see you on Halloween today. No. We had a very just busy day of spooky, (laughs) scary things, you know? I quarantined at home. And that's great. Oh, because you know what? Because you're about to tell us a story. Because my Halloween party was crazy. It's given me the realization I should never have a fucking Halloween party ever again. Oh, my God. I am i don't know this story. I asked Age how her little dancey party was, and she said, I'll tell you on the podcast. Because this shit would... L- okay, first of all, I need to... Uh, I need to back it up just a teeny tiny bit because we talk about a TV show that I watched in the bathroom and I didn't know what the name of the show is called. It's called Halloween Wars. I. Yeah. I was listening and I listening back and I was like, I need. I wrote that down in my great housekeeping <laughs> carving show on Hulu. You watched in your bathtub Halloween Wars on the Food Network. Exactly. You're welcome. On Great Housekeeping I with love Kelly. You. <laughs> I love okay, you. now let's go back to the to the present past. So my day on Halloween after the farmers market my started. I'm gonna paint you a picture. I come home from the market. It was slow, full of <laughs> trick or treaters. <laughs> I come home, break down, put everything away, clean up the house. And I find a jalapeno in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You found a jalapeno? A full jalapeno in the bathroom. (laughs) Uncooked. Uncooked. The only corporate. Corporate? Jalapeno. Culprit. That's the word I'm looking for. Is our cat. That shit's spicy. That bitch pit-pat-puttered the fucking peño all the way to the toilet 
I'm cleaning that shit. And I'm like, what? Half, half of gua- my guacamole <laughs> recipe is on the ground what right is? now. So, you that's know, I'm all for rinsing off a veggie when it falls on the floor. But when it's in the bathroom, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's a That's a no for me, dog. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite quote of Adriana's of my life. <laughs> I say it all the time now. I'm just like, that's a no for I me, dog. I, I got it from that guy from American Idol. Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> who I was thinking. But from, like, the early American Idol. What the Idol. fuck is his name? We'll I'll never tell know. you next episode. <laughs> on, on Great, Great Housekeeping. Housekeeping with Kelly. <laughs> I'm uh, so bummed you beat me to number three of Great Housekeeping. My that's all I have written down. I'm fucking yeah. weak. I'm so sorry. <laughs> No. He would just look straight into the contestants' eyes and go, "That's a no for me, dog." I'm fucking dead. <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> so, so you're all jalapenos in the street on the floor, <laughs> rotting. So, <laughs> the party happens, and people show up. You know, it's honestly very, like, very tame mm-hmm. for for what I expected. We get more trick or treaters. Or should I say, to their knifers, <laughs> than I expected, truly. Ah! I, like, was having moments, because there were some people that were Justin's coworkers that I hadn't met yet. And I had kept asking people, are you friend or trick-or-treater? Mm-hmm. And I did it to a few adults, and I felt really bad. But Friend or foe, bitch. Friend or foe, truly. <laughs> fro, foe. Friend with a fro? <laughs> Ooh. I love that. Well, I would say there was, like, a max... 15, 20 people here, but that was like at the peak of the night. So let me paint the scene of where this night ends up going. And I'm going to tell you right now, this isn't funny or hilarious. Like, this is actually like kind of depressing and it like totally threw off the entire vibe of the night. And like, I truly never want to have a Halloween party ever again. I'm so sorry. That's, I don't know what to think. Get ready. That was my preface. Sip. So. We're outside playing cornhole, and there's an old man, like, in his 70s, like, walking up my street. And we're in the front yard, and we're playing cornhole, and I see Kendra kind of look behind and notice the man. And I don't think anything of it. I just assume it's Halloween. People are walking by. We're having a party. We've had He's a with pu- his grandkids, walking real slow. He's by himself. Getting a Snickers. I just thought, okay. yeah, I just truly, he was alone, but I truly thought, like, Maybe he's going for a walk, like, wanted to see, like, the commotion. Maybe wanted to tell us to calm down. It was, like, around 9.30. Well, he, like, stops and just stares. And I feel a little awkward. And I'm like, hello. Hi, sir. And he just says hello. And then just continues to walk. Okay. Up the street. Okay. And then turns to, like, walk onto our property, like, onto our patio area. No, no. And one of the guys that was at the party who works with Justin stopped him and was like, excuse me, sir, like, you okay? Yeah. And the guy buckles at the knees and just, like, completely falls down. We end up putting him in a chair, getting him a glass of water. My friend Jacqueline brought a charcuterie. He got some charcuterie before I even did. I was fucking livid he got fucking like bougie ass cheeses and breads and i was like what's going on so buckle like he drops to his knees drops to the floor just immediately just falls to the ground and 
I immediately am unsure of what to do. We start asking questions. He has a hospital bracelet on his wrist. and Like the plastic ones mm-hmm. that you get because you were just there? Yeah. So one of... On Halloween on a full blue moon? Bitch, it's fucking crazy. So we're asking this guy questions. He says he came from his grandma's house. For, let me remind you, he's probably 70-something in his 70s, at least. Said he came from his grandma's house. Which means his grandma was 140 years old. Which is impossible so we have him we keep getting him to talk uh someone calls the number on the hospital bracelet it's from like a hospital out in hamul he had been discharged like five days prior and they're like sorry we can't take him back like he's already been discharged you know like there's nothing we can do you should call the cops so at this point i'm fucking caught into a like rock in a hard place because everybody's lit mm-hmm. and we're having a party during covid mm-hmm. but i mean it's not that crazy it's not like out of control there's a decent amount of people but you're having people in your pod but it is comes with questioning which you expected absolutely. so you just don't want to absolutely yeah so so i think for context too it's there's three of you that live in your home and then you have your pot of people that you work with and yeah. that's who you had come over exactly so you're outside this occurs and there was a lot of separation within the party there were some people inside and people outside and there was a lot we have a lot of space to like Sit. So we kept it pretty social distant, like as and much as we possibly can. And you get two white people are like not into it. You were almost expecting that weird guy to say something strange. So Absolutely. you're ready to deal with that angry San Diegan being like, Mar. But yeah. you know what's kind of scary though is I'm sure he was maskless. I'm gonna go ahead and guess. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's actually pretty scary. Is like someone who just came from a hospital walking around with no mask 100%. that you're feeding absolutely and taking care of so that's another thing like covid so gnarly it's like you want to help people but you're like fuck yeah this is a like, complete stranger a complete stranger so at this point i call the non-emergency hotline non-emergency doesn't answer they're busy what? so i call so i tell everybody i'm calling the police you all need to go inside. This is already such a buzzkill. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked really bad because, like I said, everyone's lit. So the last fucking thing you want on top of every single thing. to get thing in the house. That has been going on this year is yeah. to call the fucking police. Yeah. Like, and have them show up at your party when you also have people of color and. Yeah, it was. And drug Like, not drugs, <laughs> but like fucking weed. And, you know, so, you know, there's people smoking and drinking and it's just a lot of things were not like aligning for us to have police show up on the property you know what i mean so i tell a few people and i'm like stay inside cops are coming everyone's fucking not happy but they're also lit and i'm like just stay fucking inside so come to find out police show up and they're the most chill which was i'm so fucking grateful for and they were honestly just only gave a fuck about this old man poor man had dementia he had absolutely no idea what year it was. He didn't know what COVID was. He <coughs> thought so he was, sad. like, in his 20s. He thought his brothers and sister were, like, 18 and 21. He thought he'd been in California for, like, a month. He just, like, truly was... That's so sad. 100% just not there. And I, my heart was broken, and my high was gone. Like... Absolutely. My high from the whole day, like, I was having so much fun with all my friends and Kendra was there, and we were just, like, having a great time and, like, playing, like, literally in the middle of a game. Like, we had yep. to stop the game. You know, yep. we had to stop everything that we were doing. 
and it just like truly put a, this giant damper on the party. I wonder how many people chose not to help him between to Hamul in here, and you were the first person that actually chose to Perhaps, do and then we, like, through the grapevine, I ended up never talking to the police. I had, like, somebody who, like, deals with special needs people talk to the police because he, um, he knew how to, like, report properly for mental illness and all this stuff, and very grateful for the people I have around me who are very knowledgeable yeah, and being super the hostess and already trying to deal with this. Yeah. And I'm already worried. the most adult person on the planet and I'm like fucking cleaning while people mm-hmm. are taking shots. I'm like wiping their fucking chin. Yes. Like, yes seriously. I'm, I'm the worst. I love and, you. um, I kind of overheard just by like listening in on the conversation with the cops and yada, 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 that his like mental institution or like where he stays is in lemon Grove and lemon Grove has a, a trolley stop. Like, right in the middle of the town. So the only thing I can think of is he got on the, on the, he broke loose, got on the trolley, got off at our exit, and we lived two blocks from the station. He literally just got off and, like, wandered into our neighborhood. It's literally the only thing I can think of. Well, and think about, this is, like, such a, what, you knew, you told us we were going to take a turn. It's wild. I know. This is not funny at all. It's wild. This would only happen to me. My, when I was a kid, I think I was, like, in high school, so young teen, my stepdad is, like, just the greatest, nicest, sweetest, most amazing gentleman, chivalrous man. He's just the best. And he saw a dementia looking elder and the first thing he thought was god damn it i gotta help him yeah and because there's this old people home in where we live that just is like very distinct on the corner you can actually see many of the folks up on their balcony sitting there just yearning and visiting for knowledge with their family yes <laughs> hanging balloons and signs yeah. and all sorts of things so he knew almost to pick them up and take them there mm-hmm. but wandering aimlessly in the streets and it made me realize how Somewhere along the way, everyone feels like that is so sad, and it's also not my problem. And it, no one ever said it is our problem, but collectively it makes this impact. And so think Absolutely. about being discharged from a facility and getting checked back into where you live, and you're not on high alert. Yeah. And you're unnoticed when 100% leaving. unnoticed. And even on Halloween, too, it makes it even more high risk because you think, oh, he's making this up to be a Halloween gimmick or like COVID style. You're like, stay away from him. He might be dangerous. Oh, there's so many things that went through my mind that like, I thought this was a joke. Like it was truly a very sober, very sobering experience. Yes. And I called my dad and told him the story because, well, actually he called me like the next day and was just like, how was your party? And I told him the story and he was like, sounds like that guy just wanted to smoke smoke weed with you guys. And you didn't even get to get high. You just got charcuterie. That's literally what my dad said and I was like, wow, you know me so well. But like, truly, uh, he... Can you imagine, I think even in a dementia state, you are trying so hard to escape the prison of this hellish retirement center to just live yeah and but run like away. how hello but at the same time like how halloween is that that it was like a mental patient essentially escaped and he mentioned his grandma so that means he's talking with her yeah you know what if yeah. she lived in Lema- what if she lived in this house who knew he literally he walked straight to gmos he literally walked straight towards the house i mean my house like, is 100 years old there's truth in the dementia it's just a di- displacement of the time mm-hmm. that you're in 
Yeah. Isn't that insane? Isn't that wild? I do. I hope, you know, all of us hope and pray that we'll age gracefully, but I feel like I'm going to be Looney Tunes bin when I'm that Justin age. keeps telling me that I'm going to die first, but oh. my only because his grandma's like in her 90s or something like that and like everyone in my family is like dead Mm -hmm. but i'm healthier than him and Uh. and my goal is to hold his eyeballs in a jar so if i (laughs) so if i don't die first i'm just gonna murder him you heard it here first folks (laughs) i'm gonna kill his ass i have a quick spooky story for you before we get to great housekeeping i love it all right these Nuts. Okay, we're also eating nuts. They taste like Any bacon. Area? Aren't they so good? They're yeah, so fire. Mm-hmm. Fire. We love those what smokehouse almonds. And those are some basic ass bar ass peanuts. Are those also smokehouse? These are the smokehouse. And the dust wafted over to the regular peanut hole. <laughs> this is a separated Tupperware with many a nut. We love a good waft. There is some overflow. Hmm? When I was a child. You know at your elementary school where you had a daycare, so yeah. you get dropped off early before school started, and you stay after. after I was there till like over. nighttime every Same. day. I was at closing. Every day. Close, closing time. Every time new beginning <laughs> is just someone else beginnings. And, and so, I know who I want to take me home. <laughs> okay, but really, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to vision. A green it's chocolate mom and dad. <laughs> Fuck. Jit. It's a green chalkboard. It's all it. it's old. Mm-hmm. And it and it sw- it swipes right. <laughs> so essentially you can pull it over mm-hmm. like a like a closet door. Gotcha. And behind it are little tiny shelves with jars of parts. In my daycare room. This is where we had art. There was a piano. What there. kind of there parts? I'm talking frog parts. I'm talking body parts. I'm talking shit in jars from 1940-something. Are you being facetious? Something. No, I'm not. Ask anyone I went to school with that went to daycare. It was the craziest shit ever, and we'd slide it over to look at all of these parts in jars. and No, no cur- one stole them? No curriculum even used them. Oh, my God. I have a Christmas we need a break picture in of me in step. front of them. I bet it's gone, dude. I got questions. I got Me questions. Too. Church schools? <laughs> Church In schools? Jars. Catholic schools are wild. We would stand there just looking at these parts. And whenever we had class in there, we'd be like, what's behind there? They'd be like, do not open. But then you went to daycare and you could like kind of sneak a peek. Because there's like 47,000 children and in like two one. Pa- volunteer parents. <laughs> yeah, one volunteer. Our daycare lady for um, <laughs> the middle school I went to, she lived on the property. Totally. Yes. I think the person we had, she lived there. Her name was Kathy. She lived, she worked there for over 45, 50 years. Mm -hmm. She remembered me when I saw her at church in my twenties. You know what I mean? She was a real G. Yeah. Her daughter was a few years older than me. And then her, the lady who was my daycare lady, well, not just mine, but you know what I mean? Her Mm. mom was also a daycare lady for Mm. the school and like went down. And then I remember... The daughter was, like, doing it a little bit, too. But I think she I think she was trying to, like, break that cycle. But <laughs> I was definitely one of those kids who was, like, picked, was, like, yeah. the, they were calling. They were, like, excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Izzo, um, your children are still here. And they're, like, oh, shit, someone will be here. I remember knowing the sound of my mom's keys. 
Like oh, when she would come to sign the board to absolutely. get you out, and I would hear her keys, and I would turn and be like, "Mom." Yes, we're like animals. I absolutely. swear to God, our animals know our key sounds, totally. our car sounds. Totally. What a what a wild time to be alive. Let's get to great housekeeping. Great housekeeping. If you're unfamiliar with, with what Grace Grace <laughs> Grace housekeeping and is, Kelly. and me, hello, it is me, Kelly, and I'm here to tell you about all the things we didn't tell you. <laughs> So, last episode, we mentioned all sorts of things that we don't know anything about. <laughs> then, we listen to the podcast Wait, and we go, I stop us? whoa, yeah. Let's fucking smoke, dog. Dude, this will all make sense. Just do wait. Okay, let's all. You're tuning in, right? Grab a J. Grab your J. Hey, hey. So I can explain to you something that will make great sense. Great housekeeping. I roll this up. Some J's. Tell me more. I believe the strain is wedding cake. And I got it from the Claiborne Power Pack. I'll post a picture. They're dope as fuck. It comes with an eighth of flour and a gram of keef. Truly the greatest deal. Did you keef this? I did not keef it on purpose because I know this girl going to be lit. She going to be on the ground if I do that. I don't know what happens, but I come over here and I get so hot. Cause I keep the shit out of everything. I'm like, keep the sneak, <laughs> keep the sneak. I'm like, did you put keep in this? She's like, yeah, twelve pounds. <laughs> A moment of bliss. Inhale, exhale. That's a nice though. Okay, now number we can one. Get back. This is a great great grandmother housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we talked about pushing daisies? Yes. You can stream Pushing Daisies on Prime Video. There are two seasons of this show. So if you, so have, if Prime, you have Amazon Prime, for free. for free, through straight up Prime, not like through Prime, through HBO, through Prime. No, no. Prime. Prime. Wow. <coughs> only two wow. seasons? Correct. There's only two seasons of the whole show. It's called Pushing Daisies. And if you don't have an Amazon Membership, you can obviously <coughs> pay for the seasons if you want to stream. Wow, I'm going to watch it this job. week. I'm it's great. Binge. This is a man who touches people to bring them back to life to say, hey, what happened to you? And they tell him. And then he goes, okay, good night. It's and not. they go back th- to death. It's not Dexter. I did hear Dexter's getting a new reboot. I'm kind yeah. of excited. I couldn't get past the first couple episodes. I don't know what is, like, I don't know if it's too much blood. I don't know if he's too hokey. I don't know if he's a cocky asshole. I don't know if I'm, like, pissed. <sighs> like, the first few, se- the first, like, three seasons are the best. And then it kind of goes downhill. So yeah, I hope I'm it gets I'm a whole new better. woman. I'll try again. It's been a couple years since I Not going to lie. I've rewatched the series, like, three times. Then I'll, then I'll give it a go. Because I've done that with Breaking Bad. I've done that with game of thrones i'm also a total freak and love true crime love murder mystery like maybe it's just the pilot episode that's just like every pilot episode is outrageous i just watched the pilot for weeds terrible oh yeah i've rewatched weeds quite a few times i loved weeds when it first was live like watch an episode each week and then i rewatched it because silas is in ratchet and so i thought to myself i should read silas is in ratchet he's unfortunately he's like a priest. I know. Really ruined the vibe. Really, that cardigan just really is a bummer. So is this J dying on me, ruining the vibe. Great housekeeping number two. Grab your lighters. Is Fuck My Life still a website? Mm. Huh. 
Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Okay, so as you know, we talked about F My Life. <coughs> it was the com. best website ever. It was called FMyLife.com. Literally. It was called FMyLife.com, and not FML.com. That's correct. F. <coughs> <coughs> I confirmed. FMyLife.com. And when I was a kid, I'm going to take you back to what I remembered because then I went to it now. It's very different. So it's kind of it was kind of like Craigslist where everyone just entered it and it came up like live time mm-hmm. and you kind of just scrolled through and the best ones you thumbs up or it thumbs down. It was like down. Instagram. It was for like your the thoughts. first like Tinder to thumbs down something. Yeah. And I remember voting, being like, "Fuck yeah, that was funny." Yeah. And it was they were so hysterical. Funny. I can't even remember anything. Like I can't even remember a single joke. But they were so light hearted. Did you write any of them down? Why yes, I did. Oh fuck yeah. So I'll take you back to like high school. I remember it'd be like. I went to make love with my lover, and I fell so deep into the love sack, I couldn't find my penis. Or something stupid, like stupid humor. Mm -hmm. And you just start laughing because you're just, and it was very like, um, it uses whatever's the, the time, the sign of the times. So it would quote like Facebook or MySpace or like, you know how rap songs kind of talk about. Um, yeah, What's that, hot? you know how in Go Girl by Pitbull yes. talks about being on the top eight on MySpace yes. and you're just like, wow, we are old as balls. I bagged her off of MySpace. Like, go girl, go girl. It's only for bands girl. now. That's how it hits. So, mm-hmm. so F My Life was like V2007. So I go in there now. These people need help. These are people that need mental help. Oh, it's deep. not funny anymore? No, it's too dark. That's it's so too, depressing. It's people whose lives are genuinely fucked because we're in the middle of a pandemic, dude. Fuck, dude. So you want to hold, sp- it's like holding space for people whose lives are genuinely fucked. It's like, it's like I went to work and experienced racism. Fuck my life. And oh, I'm like, come on. And I'm like, fuck, that's terrible. And then this. This makes me really sad. I wrote down. Just it's everyone. It's too dark and terrible in the sense of like, it wasn't a comedic relief at all. It was genuine pandemic problems. It was like, I ran out of health care and my mom died. It was fuck. like, it literally says my grandpa died of coronavirus. Fuck my life. Wow. So it's not that these, these things aren't important. That is not. This just used to be a comic fuck. relief. Like, I was like upset. Outlet. I was so upset scrolling through it. It was Dang. like it was like I explained to my boss what Me Too was, and then he blank blank blanked me. Wow, this and is it just was the like most sobering episode. Century. Yes, it was I'm like sorry guys. Fuck. So I wrote down the one that I thought was funny, and I'm not kidding you. How I many was, pages did you have to go through? I clicked through eight pages. Damn. I'm not kidding you, because each one was I was like dark, dark, too dark. Where's the bar button that says? To this mall. To this molly. Today. Spanish. Today. That's Spanish. I guarantee it. <laughs> today, my mom saw me holding a plant and told me to walk around with it to record all the oxygen I waste. <laughs> Still not that funny. It's not that funny, but it was pretty good. I just thought of a mom being like, you're such a waste of air. Walk around with the plant. That's fucking and funny. And that was, and the thing is, is I wrote FML, meaning like, fuck my life, because that wasn't funny. <laughs> so that was number two in Great Housekeeping. Yes, it's a website. No, it's not worth your time. Wow. I really miss those 2008 jokes. They just really hit right. I would cry. I remember spending like hours. Hours. That was like the sleepover vibe. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like, These you want to like give them like snaps because... 
it was moving and very upsetting. And you're like, I'm so sorry you're going through that. <laughs> Number three, you answered. Halloween Wars. Yep. Carving show on Hulu you watched in your bathtub? Halloween Wars. Still also on Food Network. Still watch it. It's it's dope. You should watch it. It's a really cool show. Yeah. So that's great housekeeping this episode. Wow. Thank you for that great housekeeping. Next time I tell you about something that I don't know anything about, you can listen to it next episode. We tried to. If you understood we that tried, sentence. We tried to keep up. We we are trying really hard. We're failing. FML. <laughs> FML. I started watching this show with intern Maddie <laughs> on Netflix called Deaf U. Like a deaf university. It's about this like wait, I saw all the preview deaf for that. College. And it seems tight. It's actually great and like really informative and very inclusive. informative and completely mind blowing on the deaf community. And I was just like, whoa! I hope that we can figure out a way to turn our podcasts into deaf friendly podcasts, like with um, with like the words. That's a great idea because I truly. Like, these guys are, these people are all hilarious, and they're great, and it's so crazy that we have this, like, boundary between each other, and I've had deaf customers before serving in bars and stuff, and it's always been really fun because you're, like, texting each other. Like, I'll just have my phone on me, and we, like, exchange phone numbers, basically, and we'll just, like, text throughout the, like, our entire time together, and it's always, like, a blast, Mm -hmm. and it's never awkward, and... Um, I feel like there's not a ton of deaf, deaf representation in San Diego, and I don't really see that kind of community here. I've very totally. rare. Um, totally, we have had like I, I, we had like a good chunk of like a deaf group of people come mm-hmm. in, and it was so interesting because there was like probably twenty people yeah. in this party, and. Um, yeah, my, it's, you know, it's it's a very different environment, but it's it's cool, and yes. you get to like learn, and they like teach you things, and like mm-hmm. I know how to sign my name. That's about it. That's cool, and it was really really fun. Like I I am really into this um, show, and one of the girls is like a YouTuber, cool. and she's like, and ooh, I love a YouTuber. I will yeah. definitely give and they, her a follow. They refer to us as like hearing. So like if you like met. A deaf person at a bar, they call you a hearing girl. It's like you're a civilian. Yeah. Military. Yeah. You're a hearing girl or a hearing boy or like a hearing, like part of the hearing yeah. community. They consider it like two completely different worlds. I am definitely new up. to my considerations of, um, <clears throat> I've been taught that there's a difference and I, I'm not clear on it. I think you have to ask each person if they identify as deaf or as hearing impaired. Yeah. Um, but then sensitivities to the word like disabled and deaf. Um, but I'm new to my support to the community because one of my good friends I work with through yoga um, is the coordinator for a very large university to adapt and connect the deaf students. Oh, wow. And she invited me to teach a yoga class where she taught everything I taught in sign language to her deaf and hearing impaired community. Holy shit, that's so it cool. It was so fun. It was about two years ago. I didn't and know that. I loved it. Yes, I will try and find a picture and put it up on um, 
our blog because the yoga studio I worked for donated the practice space so that the deaf community could come together. That's and, rad. Yeah, it was really fun. So I wow. got to teach the class and how powerful it was to have a counterpart there so that we could teach together. So one of us was kind of like demoing and talking so like reading my lips but then also having someone else there to doing the poses sign. but she she says out loud what i say with such um, enthusiasm and charisma That's so she's like cool. the coolest person i know i love her i'm like getting choked up even just talking about Aww. her she's so tight i love her so um, that's the whole reason why I've thought differently about how I teach. And the first thing I thought of in March and April when we started wearing masks was how are people going to understand what we're saying mm-hmm. without being able to read lips? Because even the hearing girls or hearing people need mouths. And you can I relate to that because everyone's hard. struggling. And I think that just gives you a barely a window a barely a smidgen mm-hmm. into um, how our world doesn't accommodate us. Wow. I didn't even, whew, mine, blown. I actually have one more thing to tell you about. And I told oh. you I wasn't, you weren't allowed to talk about it, but it, I'm going to veer left. So oh. I went to the dentist today and we're not going to talk about it. I wasn't allowed to talk about nope. this, so I'm mystified. We're still not. Okay. That's how bad it is. Damn. We'll put a pin in it. But I'm here to talk to you about the woman who is in a wheelchair coming to the dentist. Is this going to be a bad story? I'm just going to tell you about her experience. The first thing was that I was getting checked in at the counter, and she was struggling to get the door open, and there was no button to press to have the door open for her. And she was the first of of two patients, second patients, Mm -hmm. that I... Um, got up from the waiting area and opened the door for them because they were struggling with someone assisting people in a wheelchair. Okay. So it was difficult for two people to do this because it was, was like a door a, like made of bricks. It was like th- those two like full <laughs> open doors. They gotcha. didn't slide. They didn't have a button. So I sat at the counter and then you know covid style you want to just respect how people are feeling so i felt intimidated but still helped with the door and then when check-in time came i could tell that she was very annoyed because i had to quite literally step over her to get to the room to um be seen I had to step over her wheelchair just a bit. Was it like tight or? It was tight for her and I I bet she felt very uncomfortable. And too, I did linger for a moment because I wasn't expecting her to move, but I just would have run in to her if right. I would have kept walking and I just felt like I'm so sorry and I don't want to you should never ever touch someone's wheelchair ever yeah you must always look them in the eye talk to them and ask what you, uh, no no circumstances do you move somebody yeah which I'm very no. clear of but just putting yeah. it out there we don't we don't it's move not, people. no we don't move people we don't do that so I this is not the sims but I did kind of yeah thank you <laughs> snaps so i kind of hop over and then i'm sitting in the room waiting to have my teeth um clean and seen and i hear that was cute her in the other room say so you're telling me i can't be seen yet because you don't have a room that will accommodate me oh fuck no because what happened so i noticed when i got there their office was different and it's because they changed the layout and here's the deal they were very defensive they were like due to covid which is here's Mm -hmm. the deal 
here's the deal. Mm-mm. They want you to believe what they're saying. Like we had to adapt to all these things to be a business money, 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 money. And she was like, so you're telling me I have to wait longer to be seen because you don't have a room that my wheelchair fits nope. in. And I could hear them struggling to get her in and out of the room. That's some fucking bullshit. Oh, I'm lit. So I had to watch her struggle thrice. And Damn. and I felt like I was part of the problem, too, because I was an able-bodied person who felt intimidated to help. And also, no, like... that's not on you, dude. Every single function, functioning open business has to, by law, be set up it for ha- disabled you persons. must be ada compliant before you are ever covid compliant right 100%. like do that first percent my parents How many people aren't doing that with their outdoor my parents like, had to get their register patios. um they had to get their registered lowered a certain amount of inches when they bought one of their restaurants because it wasn't ad what is it adh uh, the ADA, ada is the ADA. american disabilities association yeah they yeah. had to get it lowered because it was wow. too high for people in a wheelchair so like if you don't do that you will be shut down as a business so not to mention watching that person's experience that's just some once fucking bullshit it's really hard to watch nah dude that so i want you to tell me that company i'm a fucking call. i am gonna give them the i'm gonna write them an email and say you should consider having a, a push-operated door and, like, send them a link of what I'm talking about. Fucking something. And then also say, like, I'm going to tell them respectfully because they they deserve that from me mm-hmm. with the feedback the first time You're around. Much nicer than I. And I'm also not mentioning who they are. So it's really tough because even well-intentioned, lovely people, the first thing that woman said instead of being like we're trying to be covid compliant would should have been i'm so sorry yeah i'm so sorry let me zero sympathy for this woman and that's the first thing i thought is she's trying to defend the office and not be like i'm so sorry that this is your experience and you know what i thought too is they probably only have one room that accommodates an ADA compliant irregardless (laughs) they have which is now a word on webster dictionary i know you're welcome, world. <laughs> you are welcome. I used it enough. <laughs> Fucking Webster. Because heard. of Adriano. <laughs> you have to have more than one room because I alone helped two wheelchair-bound people. I, I don't even does know the, the government right Does the government aid in any sort of, like, construction or, <clears throat> or um, any right? physical things you might have to do to your building, like... I always thought that they did, and every employer I have had not only has had those accommodations, yeah. but I've also always worked with people who had, I don't even want to use the word limitations, but I've always worked with people who were either um, disabled. Yes, in some way, shape, or form. And so I have always been hypersensitive to it, and I think it takes only one person in your life who needs <coughs> any sort of accommodation, whether it's with their car or their I desk. Think that's, I think you just, like, hit the nail on the head on that one is... <coughs> There's going to be more than one person in a wheelchair in your dentist office. But also, <laughs> there aren't enough people who have people in their life with disabilities. Mm. I think that's truly... I think that's where the lack of compassion comes from. It it truly is. I feel like we become elitists in that kind of way where regardless of your status in life, you're always going to be, quote-unquote, an elitist if you don't have Mm -hmm. a Mm non-able-bodied person in your life. Ableism. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things that you just don't even fucking think about, like, at all, until... It comes into your life and you're like, wow, 
I need to like literally question totally my everything like everything that I do and here's the deal is I'm sitting there already feeling like I'm a burden because I'm having so many problems with my health insurance and so many problems with everything else that the system almost it's almost like I was such a victim to my own system that I didn't want to ask too much of the dentist and also tell them what I had overheard for this person who was suffering Mm -hmm. because I wanted to give them an opportunity to like because here's the deal, the, the girl that works there, the woman that works there could either that day, maybe she's pissed off because she agrees with that person. And yeah. she, at the end of the day, she was like, you need to fucking do this. And they don't. And they yeah. suck. Or on the other hand, they ne- she never tells her boss and they only hear about it from me. And that's where the difference lies is that I was always the person running back to my boss like this customer is upset. And Absolutely. it wasn't because you I was to. bitching. It's because it's my job. You it's have my to. job to tell you what they're saying because you're supposed to do something with it, let alone me. Yep. You know, and I've totally gotten fired for doing the right thing. I have. Many yeah, times. recently. Yep. Well, within the last couple of years. But That's still. a great episode for us to have. The have one and not. only time I got fired. That was because I told the truth. So, which is some motherfucking bullshit. Yeah. Being a good person gets you bit in the ass. What the fuck ever. Fucking often. Y'all can suck my vegan dick. But we eat eggs. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a pun. Okay, I gotta tell them just a little. I worked for a vegan. Ba- I worked for a bakery that said they were vegan, but they used processed sugar, which, which isn't fucking vegan, by the way. Vegan. Blunt history: sugar's not vegan, y'all. It's not. It's okay. processed with bone shards. There's literally animal. So bones all you in fucking it. fake ass vegans eating sugar and shit. And real vegans came in and they were like, "Hey, what kind of sugar do you use?" And I told them, and they're like, "So it's not vegan." And I was like, "Correct." And they fired me. I worked for a vegan bakery and they fired me because they. W- they told me when I got hired that the sugar was processed and, like, just don't, kind of don't mention it. And then they saw me, like, talking to the person. Also, I sold hella things. Like, you need to be honest with you know, people. You it's wild. Oh! You know, it's crazy. Hit me. So, I don't know if you knew this. I have a baking degree. My degree is in she has a kitchen science, is what I like to say. went to <coughs> college. So I'm basically a scientist. I don't know if you knew She's that. She's a chemist. I'm a chemist. So uh, uh, so you're telling me you can't lie to people about what you're putting in your mouth? That's on number one. No. <laughs> <laughs> number <laughs> number one. No. Do it. Um, You know what the cheapest part of all baking is? Sugar. Sugar and flour. Literally. The, like, I bet the flour wasn't even... Well, it was... Fuck these people. Literal pennies. When I say pennies, I mean when you buy baked goods, and I'm not saying don't buy baked goods because please buy all of them, but when I'm telling you please. the profit margin on baked goods is mm. astronomical... It's because it's so cheap to get flour and sugar. It's the only thing you're paying for is labor at that point. The so they're only just thing. doing this like, hey, we're allergen friendly. We don't use eggs. People are shady, dude. We do dude. all these things. But the sugar, like, fucking whatever. My now one and a year, one and a half years into the farmer's market biz, almost one and a half, I'm slowly learning that everybody's not following the rules. And you know what? It's not on them because it's really fucking hard to follow the rules. 
They it make really it. is up to you. It's an accountability that you have to create your moral compass for yourself. Yeah. When you start a business. But when it comes to like the vegan to, and like the allergen mm. thing, you need to be on that shit because you could truly hurt somebody yeah. and they'll sue your ass. Yeah. But yet again, do you guys hear our neighbor building a home from scratch? Like literally? <laughs> they don't, but we sure do. It's... It's, we actually decided to record late in the evening. So it's like 10 p.m. essentially. And as you I'm might lying, remember, seven, oh, seven of our fans, last time we recorded in the a.m. Wow, we've gained five since last week. <laughs> we sure have. That's a nice so. I'm so proud of our little podcast. If you're even still listening, we just love you so much. We really do. I know there's like one person <laughs> that listens <laughs> because this person responds to our stories <laughs> and like will comment and tell us that we're, that they're listening. Yes. And it makes me really happy. And each week we see 50 views overall or like clicks-ish. That's I a nice uh, so I know you I have a question, like actually. Hit me. Well, it's I for you it. and for the three listeners. <laughs> Should we start a Patreon? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I think that's a great question for our upcoming special guest that we are going to have. Not this upcoming Two week. Two weeks. But... Soon we have a very special financial no. guru uh-uh. coming. No, is Chelsea. it me? Well, yes, I know that. Yeah, I know. I'm confusing the guests. I know she's. <laughs> I know she's next, but the person after that is financially sound. Yes, our next, not our the next episode, but the next, the next, the guest. Next, uh, next guest. I'm so sorry, guys. We're gonna have a real exciting so in ten episodes from now. <laughs> no, <laughs> in five, six. Okay, sorry. Okay, put a pin in our gone. financial. They already closed. They already quit listening. <laughs> they closed. They exited. Half a joining Kelly's in December. <laughs> oh my God! It's it's because I'm selfishly Sagittarius, so I just blow over Scorpio and go straight to my yeah, birthday. Do we need Scorpios? Oh, we do. I'm sorry. <laughs> we do. do. Our last guest was a Scorpio. I know. One of my best <laughs> friends is a Scorpio. S-Y-L. Scorpio is like such a phenomenal, freaky, weird sign. I know. I also saw our last guest the other day. I went and got coffee. Oh, yeah. Visited That's him. special. He's a sweet we're boy. so weird with the guests and not saying their names. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so weird. Okay. So, next episode, we're going to have a phenomenal type 1 diabetic guest to accompany me with my type 1 diabetes to talk all things Dobberties. We're so we love the beta. So up in here. excited! November is Diabetes Awareness Month, and we're gonna talk the fuck out of it. And then in December, we're gonna be talking about our finances. And I'm gonna ask that financial motherfucker, "What's up?" We're gonna with find our Patreon. Out. We're gonna find out about the Patreon. We're gonna find out how to invest. We're gonna find <laughs> out how to save. We're gonna figure out how to save our money so we don't spend it all on Christmas presents. But we're also gonna teach you all. To support small business during Christmas. If any of you motherfuckers buy from Amazon during Christmas, if I get some bullshit Amazon gift, I'm going to return it or set it on fire. Whichever is easier. (laughs) Honestly, probably the pyrotechnics. I love you. But I'm I'm not fucking joking. Support a small business if you want to see them again next year. Straight up. Because even when you think you're doing the right thing, you're still not. Let mm-hmm. me give you a brief example. I ordered toilet paper on the internet for the first time in my life because I wanted such a large quantity. I love this. And I decided not to go the route in which it came. I specifically went to a special website to get the toilet paper. And it came in a Walmart 
box. Wow. And I walk up to my porch and I literally scream out loud. The neighbors have to hear me screaming. Politics, everything that comes in my mail. Who's this bitch? (laughs) A package gets returned. Who's this bitch? (laughs) Like I walk from the mailbox to my home. I rate three times a day. And this day was no different because I had a Walmart package the size of my torso (laughs) in front of my door. And I was like, what this? I'm like, what bomb has arrived in a Walmart box? Yeah, that's terrifying. Walmart, Walmart, Walmart. I'm even embarrassed that my neighbors saw that I bought something from Walmart. I'm like, (laughs) what aunt of mine sent me Walmart goods? And what do I need? What chat do I need to have with my aunt about Walmart? I open it. It's my very own toilet paper that I ordered. I go onto the website, of which it does not say it is a Walmart supplier. Dang. It's not on the re- it's not on the receipt. It's not on the description. It's not on the box. It's not on the distributor. They straight up lied to me. That's wild. So I chose not to support Walmart, and I did this year. It's the first Walmart purchase I had this year, unbeknownst to me. I'm so sorry. What if it was a recycled Walmart box? I consider that that is that is something was to consider. Was that potential? Considered. Does it look kind of janky? It had the. It looked brand new. I'm gonna say it looked like a Walmart box, and actually I have it because I will reuse it to ship. So I will take a peek. Mm. And I was telling Adriana before we got on the podcast, this toilet paper keeps sticking to me, brah. Like you know, it's Walmart toilet paper because every time I wipe, I gotta take a shower. Like you guys I've, got baby wipes on deck though. I know we buy the nice. We are so bougie about t- toilet paper, and you wipe and you have <laughs> like a forest of. <laughs> you're talking about pyrotechnics. Get your flame away from my cooter <laughs> because just like your oh, pubes and this like. I the first time cotton. I used it, I wiped myself and I heard the Land. paper rip. Like what was a zero ply. You know the sound where it rips. When you're ripping it off the roll, that's what happened when I used it to wipe. And I, you know, I use no ply because I, I used to live in a trailer, <laughs> so I know all about. I know all about scruffy duffy toilet paper. I know all about one ply. I know all about shitty plumbing. I know all about tubes <laughs> that your poop passes through, <laughs> and you have to hold it. Gotta love a poop tube. You know. <laughs> What? My apologies, <laughs> My apologies for right, this guys. poop tube. <laughs> that was so funny, though. That's what I got to say, is that if if you buy nice-ass toilet paper and it sticks to you and it's worse than your trailer, that's a no for me, dog. That is a no for all of us. I don't even want to give it to anyone because that's rude. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what to use it for. We're going to make mummies <laughs> for Halloween. Paper mache. Wow. We're going to make papyrus. I am using it, but. You're hating sp- every minute of it. All 72. Wow, it's going to take you 17 months. Josh hates me. Golly. I picked the right toilet paper and someone wronged me. I'm so sorry. That is a literal bummer. Angel dick soft. I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't bought toilet paper in a long time because my mom buys it on base. This is the first time I think I've bought paper this year. Because I literally can't get it anywhere else. Yeah, I either take like the Costco portion of rolls, pre-rolled in the roll from my mom. Josh will buy like whatever was available at the grocery store. Which is not much. Paper towels. My very favorite grocery store that I bought my toilet paper at. 
went out of business. Closed. Because of the pandemic. Because so y'all I, don't support small businesses. That's right. You just go to Vons and Sprouts. You don't go to my favorite place, so I couldn't buy there. Also, crunchy toilet paper, but it didn't stick to me. I didn't wear it like a, a yoga toga. A tutu. I didn't, I didn't a walk around with a pututu. <laughs> that is not the move for the episode name. Oh, I'm weak. You want to hear about the small business? I do. <gasps> Long overdue. We've name dropped them before. If you've been paying attention, all three of you. Yasukochi, familyfarms.motherfucking.com. We have been getting a weekly CSA subscription from Yasukochi Family Farms. Do you get the subscription through? What's the subscription through? Like, what's the company? Yasukochifamilyfarms.com. How did you figure this out? My mom. Okay. So my mom knew about this CSA, tried it out. What CSA? Said it was bomb. The CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. Okay. Yasukochifamilyfarms.com. <laughs> I need to know everything. I, I love these questions, but you're really challenging me with this. <laughs> I feel like I just... <laughs> 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 that's the name of all of it <laughs> I was going to say something funny and clever but uh, I got nothing <laughs> that fifth joint just really I haven't even smoked this one it went out because I've been talking this whole episode her mouth is so dry she's got that <laughs> <laughs> just like can't stop. I have dry mouth but not from the weed <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're talking about those fucking so shitty so the CSA is this farm Got it. So not only do they grow their own things, but they also collect the other things and put them together. And this farm has been in the farming business since 1908, bitch. Dang. I read all about them. They're badass motherfuckers. In 1929, they had to move from where they were to the San Luis Rey River Valley. Then they had to move elsewhere because all of a sudden, all Japanese people had to be put into internment camps and concentration camps and detention centers because Pearl Harbor occurred. And their motherfucking family was put into very such thing. And you can read about it on their family's website. I'm shocked. So the, the first sentence on their website is like, this family comes from like, perseverance and tenacity which i couldn't Damn. agree with more so while they were stuck in these camps for uh quote-unquote public safety for a really long period of time and they could have completely lost their businesses other people that believed in them like took care of their this is why we support small businesses i know oh my god i'm gonna cry i know and so now they have like a vast uh, family across like Oceanside, they've got carnation flowers, they've got other That's things in California. Awesome. Yes, and they have the best CSA in I have San a few Diego. Questions. Absolutely. Okay, how frequently do you get a box? Once a week. Um, for my route in San Diego, it's on um, Thursdays. Okay. And it comes between like 10 and 2 or 3. And okay. we're always home, so it works. Um, and for your route in your neighborhood, it would be on Wednesdays. And for for yes. La Mesa? And okay. they post on their website what's going to be in the box beforehand. You okay, cannot was, make updates. That was my sub, That was my second question. Yes. Is, do you get to choose what's going to be no. in your box? So no substitutions. Just, no substitutions. No nada. So no. you just get what you get. Yep. Okay. My other thing do to say is like that I we have loved every 
single box and I gave it tw- over 12 weeks before having it on the podcast and since then I've had three friends that have signed up for it because we love it okay, so much. Okay, because I'm truly it's so cheap. Considering it but I, you know me, I'm a freak and I plan my meals out fucking yes. 10 days out. I'm I think a you're psycho. a good candidate for the small box. The small box is $25 a week. A week. Yep. Cool. And it's for one to two people for a week. Does it tell it's you a lot of food. the poundage? It tells you exactly what's in it and yeah, it's the same poundage box but there's always one big item which is normally like you will you've had them they're either melons um squashes or watermelon but it changes so this is the last week we're getting sweet corn and then i wrote down that it's all just fresh fruits and veggie from this farm yeah dude i'm signing up because you should Okay, so another thing is, is do you feel like you can use the fruits and veggies that you get, or do you think that there's, like, such a broad array of things that you are receiving, and you feel like you can't really create You know, that's a great Quality que- meals. That's a great question. I feel like we eat very similar yes. veggies and fruits in the house. I think it's the right amount of challenge for you and I, because we know how to use the ingredients. Okay. I think if you're a new cook, it would be a great challenge, and you might waste food. Okay. And so what I would say is the day that you receive your box, you need to have a food prep day because I do freeze chop up and disperse what I'm I'm not sure what to use with because okay. we have gotten a lot of things I'm not used to cooking okay. or I've gotten things I've never cooked before okay but the difference is I love that and yeah. that works for me but we have so we buy the four to six person box for the week it's, damn it's 35 well, you eat only plants that's all I eat is plants so it works out perfect but that's um, cheap. we've never gotten rotten food that's we, nice. The only problem we've ever had is our gate is so far away that if they leave the box, sometimes we don't know it's sitting there. So we'll get light wiltage, but it's not their problem. They deliver in refrigerated that's trucks. That's cheap. 25 bucks for one to two people. It's And that's probably the best size for you. And then if you want to increase it, like you can. Wow. Because I feel. I, lo- I seriously love it. Um, The dip we're having today is from my Yasukochi box from probably four weeks ago. We have been getting so much squash that I chopped it up and froze it. Cool. And um, so I just always have a meal prep day. I suggest it for everyone that needs self-care. It's only two hours, two or three hours. You go grocery shopping and it changes over 200 hours of your life. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Take over. queen of unpopular opinion right now. Let <coughs> me hear. This is the only reason I don't meal prep. Hit me. I don't have a microwave. I haven't had a microwave in about three years, Mm. and meal prepping is tough for me Mm -hmm. because the only way I can reheat stuff is on the stove or in the oven. Yeah, so you're talking about meal prepping with the food already done so you can just eat it. Yeah. I guess I should clarify, too, because we, queen of unpopular together, I am pre-prepping to cook fresh meals. Okay. So I'm chopping chopping. to cook. You're pre-chopping. I pre-chop everything. That's nice. The onions and the green onions, the eggplant, and I put it in containers, and then I do cook we're put in salads, all the things. Okay. So I don't I like pre-make that. meals because we don't like microwaving food either. Also, it stinks up your house. And it's also, okay, we're not even going to talk because radiation, let, let's just negate that sitch. Negate. Okay. It takes the nutrients out of your food. So I'm I'm truly throwing some more blunt history at you. Like as, as a as a concerned citizen. As a concerned citizen and a kitchen scientist. <laughs> I'm telling you but right really. now, a microwave is a terrible thing to own. To it's the first thing we took out of our trailer was the microwave. Please, if you have a microwave, 
truly reconsider uh, getting a toaster oven or a really nice cast iron skillet. Um, we both have cast irons, and reheating food on it is clutch, bro. Like, tr like truly. Yeah. Because it's soaking in all of the flavors from all of the things that you've previously cooked in, and it, it's got nice, it's sexy oils and salts. You. And I truly love it, and you I know... You reheat your food on it. I, I do everything. My, my freaking cast iron... She's a queen. Well, I'll use it for fish, and then the next meal, I use it for a pie. And that pie doesn't even taste like fish. No. Because you get it right. Yeah. Cast iron or die. We should Any get day. matching cast irons tattooed on us. <gasps> That'd be so cute. Oh, I love it. I own three cast irons. An old customer, well, he's still my friend, but a customer of mine gave me three That's rusted and beat up Ooh. cast irons, and I spent an entire day seasoning all three of Good them. Good for you. It took... It takes like time. Like six hours. Did you ever do the, put them upside down in the oven and bake them? I didn't upside down, but I did bake them, yes. I I did a couple different curings mm. on some old cast iron pans. I just missed my mouth taking a drink. <laughs> How? It's so big. It's pouring down her chest, and I'm not it's complaining. It's sexual. It's going to ruin the new shirt that if I If it weren't COVID, closet. I'd lick off your face. I need a, I'm okay. I'll just be stanky. I'll just be stanky. Wow. Um... <laughs> Yeah, big advocate for cast iron. I believe that it should be in every single human. This has been a cool home. episode about microwaves, though. Yeah, I am a huge totally. non advocate for microwaves, and it's mainly because our last apartment didn't have a microwave, and I it'll change the way you do stuff. Considered getting one, and Kendra kind of deterred me, and I was like, you know what? You're right. Like we should get rid of it, and. And, yeah, it takes more time to heat up your food, but then it makes you kind of rethink how much food you should be eating. Yeah. And I feel like it helps you with portion control, and I'm your food will taste this. so much better. I couldn't Garen agree more. Guaranteed. Because once you get your cast iron cured, you'll cook anything up in it, and you can – a couple people are absolutely water-free with their cast iron, so they'll just take a wet rag and just wipe it up. Oh, I don't even touch mine. Mine will get a paper towel picking up some burnt pieces like once a month. So we we do use a water treatment, which is not popular. Yeah, but, I don't do anything. But Josh and I share it as his meat cast iron yeah. and my my like vegan one. I'll give you and one. And it still stays um, hydrated. So there are ways to do – because um, my grandma believes in like your cast iron should never touch water. Agreed. So she had a cast iron for 65 years and it never touched water and it was like liquid gold. Uh -huh. But then I also get that like – like, that's also the reason why no one cooks in cast irons professionally, because it has freaky germs on it or something like that. So It's hard to do in a restaurant. Um, but there is a water treatments you can do. Yeah, so the Josh, health department's not a fan of that. Not a fan. <laughs> so Josh cooks the pan in, like, this olive oil rinse after we wash it, um, and it stays really nicely cured. I still think it probably has meat on it, but it's... Um, I mean... Between the, the wheat bit. and the meat... I just got to get a nice little zhuzh off of it. Yeah, I feel like the fact that you're, well, that Josh is cooking gluten and meat on the can, on the can, on the cast iron. Yeah. And you're 
eating things on there and it's not affecting you in any way yeah it's kind of magical it is cool truly <clears throat> and i think it's cured properly i think if it was really porous it would like hold all of those meat yeah. fats in it i mean i'm making this up blunt history but i think because we really looked into it because we we're super gnarly about cast irons like we only cook in a cast dutch oven for like oh i want one so meals. bad i, I will manifest so you one it'll work i've I been wanting one i have a list thob it's beautiful i got to check off something from my manifestation list today and it has been i've been on a high for like the last like five hours the kind of furniture she got will blow your nog dude vintage green and gold dresser nightstand set the knobs are motherfucking lion poles they're lions the price she paid for all the furniture is the worth of the poles alone yeah hands down yeah i josh has a desk from his grandpa so i'm gonna go ahead and pre i could resell it for like 400 yeah i'm gonna say that furniture is like late 1930s early 1940s very vintage because the desk that josh had is from his grandpa's from when he was a boy so we're talking mid to late 40s yep. to remember yep. and they have those exact lion poles we took those lion poles off and put them in the trailer so oh. the bathroom in the trailer has those. I haven't been in your trailer in a long time. <sighs> she's been gone for years. She's she's out time. east. She's been out east. We're thinking about recording a podcast out in the D's art. It's going to be sexy as hell. Are you going to like it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I yes. bought a microphone. I Did bought, you really? Yeah. I, it's, it it attaches to my ear. Sick. It's, it's a Britney Spears looking I love this microphone because I'm teaching yoga in a studio um, as of this month and I'm masked the whole time. Oh, so you are inaudible. Totally. And I'm choosing to wear my mask uh, because I want to start teaching more yoga classes. And the only way I'll feel confident and anxious free is if I just the I'm sweating my dick off every single class. I teach hot as a mother. Okay, it's 104 it's a degrees. Class, y'all. So wearing a mask is not the problem. But I'm soft spoken, and mm-hmm. I've been so anxious about. Everyone does look at my mouth to hear me, and I. And you know what's crazy? Your yoga voice is deeper so than you, your current voice right now. Totally, and my it's yoga like, voice is v different. It's very different, and it's deeper, and you speak slower, and you're. I'm not saying you're not hard to, you're not easy to hear, like understand, but, but like it's you, fluid, s- so you it is, speak yeah. so eloquently while you teach because you are saying every single like syllable at this mm-hmm. point because you are trying to do a breath to motion mm-hmm. movement. Yeah, you know what, too? Because I'm moving while I'm talking, so I have to talk slowly to breathe while yeah. talking. That's yeah. a cool observation. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, I noticed that immediately. Yeah, it's like I have to talk and breathe at the same time, yeah. so I kind of have to only let out enough of a word that's in the exhale. And then the other part of it is that I, like – need to slow down so people can hear me or tune me out and it's not a problem like i want to have a voice that's easy to tune out too yeah and a yoga instructor that's speaking too quickly frustrates me as a yogi who's been practicing for over 10 years it's too much because i i understand where you're going i understand what the flow is but you're speaking so quickly Mm -hmm. i'm processing and also doing the motion at the same Mm -hmm. time so there's two 
two to three things happening mm-hmm. before I even get into the pose, and you're already saying the next pose, and your breath to motion is mm-hmm. like probably twice as fast as what everyone else in the class is actually doing. And if you take a class like that, you might learn that way and then teach that way. And I've been so blessed yeah, to take classes like from teachers that talk. Uh, yeah, so and it's just like it's it's too advanced. Like it's like speedy. I feel like it's like when you speed up a video, like. Like the seventh time, doses and mimosas, champagne and cocaine. Oh my god, I have a customer at High Dive that's like our song. I bought that song on iTunes, I own it. Oh my god, I I love it. That's such a good song. That's a great workout song. It's a excellent song. High class ass that's too hot to pass. Oh yeah, I hate you too. We're Kelly, we can't keep singing songs. Will you report us? Because Three we're gonna get we're gonna get sued by like fifty eleven hundred people. They're welcome. We'll be singing. <laughs> They're <this> welcome. Song. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song by Cherub? Yeah, it is Cherub. You're welcome, everybody. They're about to get like fifty million fucking streams on Spotify. Because of me. Oh, I meant to tell you about the weed we're gonna smoke next. I know we have this, but I gotta tell you more. Die. I rolled us New York Sour Diesel. I love Sour Diesel. Me too. I saw it and I was like, oh, use a homie. That's sweet. my dispensary wow. hasn't had this in a while, so I rolled these. What a queen. These are gorgeous. Thank you. I packed them tight. So. Yeah, you did. Good I'm night. sorry. Mine weren't that great. Oh, no. You did great. I'm going to. Um, I didn't get freaky I'm going to bring this one out. She's gonna be a little uh, Wiz Khalifa in the build. (laughs) (laughs) I just love us so much. (laughs) It's ridiculously dunk. (laughs) So, in synopsis, I wanted to talk about a few holiday ideas that Age and I have been talking about. Okay. Because you and I are all about waste free. Yes. sustainable, local, all the things. Many people can't afford to give any gifts this year. Yeah. So, first of all, I from this point forward, I'm going to throw it out there. We're going to talk about one way you can give a completely free gift. Yo, I have an idea right now. I'm so excited. So, we'll it's do every episode. Right we're going to do completely free. I have no money. This is cute. And everyone's going to love it. And it. then also, Age and I want to do like a special gift for everyone. So, Adriana, I think, is going to cook an Italian meal and teach me how to cook it on the internet. Yes. And I'm going to post the tutorial. Yes, we're going to do like a free holiday tutorial to teach for anybody that doesn't know And shit. then you can make this for your family and impress the shit out of them by how yes. good you are cooking. Yes, and you can watch us be together. So, I just love that because age hasn't taught me to cook something in many moons. It has seriously. been a while. Yeah, and I love learning. We just haven't occupied space together. Cuz she can answer all your questions. You're like, "Yo, my egg fell and I need to substitute <laughs> with the baking soda." And she He's like, porridge. And it just makes sense. Applesauce. But exactly. good try. <laughs> I love it. And then the other or thing flex. is we're thinking about a free uh, guided meditation. Yes. To post. Like we're going to post an entire episode that's just a meditation. Yeah. Which sounds fucking fantastic because we all know we love Kelly's voice more oh. than mine. So Adriana and I will like set the scene. Like how do you set space for a meditation? Oh, all the and candles. And then I'll guide us through a meditation that will always be available. It's free. You can chill That the is the most beautiful out. gift. Truly. So cooking a recipe that anyone can do with your weird ingredients at home. Like get your rice a box out because we got subs. <laughs> <laughs> Substitute. 
We're gonna get weird. So holiday I holiday gift. Can I give yeah. you like a perfect Hit holiday gift? first one. Like immediately. I like, knew. I knew that you would. I knew it's so aligned. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna tell you Completely right now. Completely free. You literally have these ingredients at home. You do. Used coffee grounds or unused coffee grounds. So if you use even those dumbass Keurig pods, rip the top off and rip it open. Do you have an empty jar of salsa? An empty jar of Banana butter, an empty jar of anything. So just an empty ass glass jar. Clean it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> Dry it. Or not. Fucking keep it wet. I don't give a hey, shit. Hey, you don't have coffee grounds? Go to any coffee shop in your neighborhood because they, they give will them out for give free you. for your garden. Yes. Or your face. Yes. Which is where you're so, going. <laughs> so go. To the coffee shop or to your coffee pot. Because you're like, oh, I don't drink coffee. Well, guess what, bitch? No excuses. Yeah, go to your fucking coffee shop. Ask for some fucking grounds. Even Starbucks has them for free. You don't even have to support Starbucks. You can just get their free-ass beans. And then you're just, like, stealing from the masses. So, like, honestly, it's a win-win-win. Right in there. you got that. You got any kind of oil at your house? Oh, are you talking, like, canola oil? Canola probably would not be the best. But if you have, like, grapeseed, olive Coconut? Coconut. Coconut oil is great, and it's on the cheap, especially if you go to, like, um, TJ Maxx or, like, Marshalls. You can get, like, a tub of it for, like, 10 bucks. So what's the goal? Olive oil? Honestly, olive oil or coconut oil okay. or grapeseed. Like, truly, any they oil. They have coconut oil at TJ Maxx, too. Yeah, you I've can you can really do any of those oils. I would not say um, canola only because it's, like, a vegetable-based oil, and it's not, like... But any of those three, um, an oil such as either of those. And then if you feel like it, get freaky with like a scent. Put a little, you got some vanilla extract. You have a little bit of sugar. You got a little bit of brown sugar. I bet you could do essential oils too. You have essential oils? Do you have salt? Get freaky, bitch. You got a little bit of turmeric. You got a little bit of cinnamon. Dude, you literally have these flavors. You have a little bit of lime, some zest, honey. Do you have honey in your home? Literally, you have all of these items. And let's say you're sitting here and you're like, bitch, I don't have one of these items. And this is what you do. You text your best friend and you say, hey, holidays are two months away because I'm productive as hell. Mm-hmm. And I want to do something cute with you, virtually or otherwise. You can do this curbside pickup or together. Yeah. Let's say you have all the jars. You love Tostitos. You have 800 jars at home. You don't know what to do with them? Save them and give your friend four jars because she's got your olive oil. Exactly. She does. Oh, my God. And you know what? He's got your salt. They've got your honey. We've got what you need. Everyone has what you need. It's it's insane. Reach out to your people, and I guarantee you can make a sugar scrub. I just made one. Well, I talked about it on the pod like a couple. Yeah, and she gave it to us in cute jars. I gave you one. I gave Kendra one. I use it. Justin uses it all the time. Like we love the body scrub. I have a lip scrub. We have a body scrub and a lip scrub. I use the lip scrub. And it made so much. It's for so everyone. Much. Egregious amount. Like I Egr- have egregious <laughs> amount. I literally have a deli container because welcome to my life. I only have deli containers full of lip scrub. You know how long that's gonna last me? Centuries. So you finish my fucking great grandchildren are gonna be oh using the same shit as me, dog. Oh God, We're all gonna have the most it. luscious lips. Wow. I need a light. light. Wow. I took the lighter Scrubsy. and never came back. Golly. 
So that's a great free gift to do. A motherfucking scrub that works for everybody. Your base you can get for free at the like you know least cool at the very least of all of there's that. so many ways to substitute so whether it's the oil you need to sub or even coffee grinds you can substitute for oatmeal so uh-huh. i'm allergic to oatmeal so oatmeal on my skin is like a death bath <laughs> but you can literally do oatmeal instead of grounds you can do tea bag excrements mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of coffee if you don't have access to that yeah and it's a really fun way to get weird we have so many fun things to tell you about i'm not even kidding you because we give free gifts all the time i bought you a gift today i brought you but i'm not gonna so give it to you till christmas time today because i'm really bad <laughs> about buying presents and saving them for the time when i'm supposed to be like that's why i brought you four presents today yeah i have a literally sitting in front of a bag i was like i said i can't fucking wait till christmas i have to give it to her now yeah i have a gift for you i hit tell the people what i gave you today (laughs) 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 the world's greatest basketball truly (laughs) i gave her a basketball that has a letter engraved into it it says Dear son, to my son, <laughs> love mom, with a love whole mom. novel in the she middle. She grabs it and throws it down on the floor to dribble, and it doesn't. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> flat. So I need to buy a basketball pump. I fucked up. But I'm lit because I have I have a basketball that I keep in my car. You just always need a spare. But you just like, always need a spare. But if there's like a four-man pickup, you never know. Or if we need to play a game of knockout, someone, I need two balls. Someone pops your balls. You might give me a call. <laughs> she doesn't even laugh. She hates me so much. I have I more things to tell you. This is the longest episode in the world. <coughs> I, Adriana, before I pee my pants, <laughs> before Dumb. you keel over and die, I did the Whaley House tour. Without me? Oh, frick. Yeah, I did. Do you hear this, ladies and gentlemen? Actually, just like the one person that listens to this. Gentlemen, do you hear this? So last episode, we sponsored the hoilyhouse.org. By sponsor, we mean just talk about it. We don't have any money. I think I saved you 33 minutes and seven seconds of your life. Why was that terribly? You know what? It was great. It was terribly great. 47 views. Fresh. For $10, that means only $470 on Halloween night. <coughs> that's what we did. We watched. I, it was a historical account of the Whaley House. Let's be clear. I learned everything I needed to know. I was not scared. I had no ghost footage. Damn. It was a cute homemade video with someone with a was it cute worth $10? theatrical. Yes. To me, yes. But Josh and I were ready for an hour and a half. And when it said 33 minutes, we were like, what? That's like a sitcom. And then you can see in the windows the person like holding the camera. Uh, yeah. Was it an iPhone camera or like camera camera? Probably an iPhone camera. Lame. And it had rich information, but. So still a snooze fest with this guy. I, I would. T- yeah. Okay, this is the vibe I got. When I'm an eighth grade teacher, I'm going to show it to my class every year and pool $10 together amongst 27 students for 25 hey, cents. students, you all need to bring me a quarter, a couple of dimes, and bring a nickel. Bring Miss Quarter 
a couple of quarters mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like oh my god we hate her she's so, she's so obnoxious nerdy. we hate her and i'm gonna Low be key, like they're like we fucking love oh her because she has god. a fucking sleeve tattoo and her fingers are tattooed <laughs> They're like, she's so cool. And like every year, oh, did she make you watch that fucking video about that dumbass building and it's not even scary? I, never mind. I'm not going to say it. It was cute. That's great. I will go to the Whaley house as soon as it's open. And it is so, okay, here's the best part. Here's my biggest takeaway. The pictures of San Diego in 1850. Wild. Made me, Josh and I almost cry. Really? From the Whaley House, you can see the ocean, and you can see the Point Loma Point, and you can see Cabrillo wow. Monument, before, wow. and you can see uh, SeaWorld, and you can see the bay. That's and crazy. And there's nothing else there. Wow. And it's beautiful. Damn. San Diego's just... Could you imagine? Like, I could close my eyes. I wish I f- helped found this fuck, city. I'd be dead. <sighs> Our town's so lovely. So sick. So anyway, I would suggest it. If you like nerdy history stuff and you want your kids to learn something, it's really tame. That's why I also said eighth grade class, because it's wasn't, not scary. It wasn't spooky? No spooks. Just full of information? Yeah, and really sad. It's a real historic piece of like death and depression and sadness and <laughs> so it's more like it's haunted because a bunch of sad people died and it's not like um spooky scary yeah it's more like tormented souls and so it has a kind of a different vibe from from that was my takeaway that wow was, we really just whoa. love to just make it saddest shit we're so just the emoist kids on the block now that you're crying in your corner We gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pee. Okay, you go potty, and I'm gonna go be, be, naughty, be naughty in my bedroom <laughs> and put all my stuff together. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, her furniture is so lit that she can't wait to get to bed. Yeah, it's a problem. Well, I love you. I love you too. Have the best rest of the day. I hope everyone rubs their coffee grounds all over their body. Honestly, if you just put coffee grounds in a fucking jar and give it to your friends and be like, put this on your body. And if you can't use it for a week, put it in the freezer. It'll last a long time. Frozen coffee grounds on your body feels so... That's a nice I put everything in the refrigerator and then put it on my body. (laughs) Lotion, fridge. Check. That's a hot take right there. Pro tip in life. Lotion in the fridge. You're welcome. My greatest beauty guru rubs an ice cube on her face every morning because her Jewish grandmother Genius. Every morning they just take one cube until it melts. We have our jade rollers in the freezer. We gotta go rub ice cubes on her face. Gotta go. Yeah, I gotta stay alive forever. Bye. Bye.